and dance in Spokane is increasingly centered around Gonzaga University and the Gonzaga Dance Department and a fabulous facility that came along when the new Performing Arts Building was built and has a very significant place for dance to happen. Somebody who's very much involved in that dance is Helly Goodwin, who is uh, working with the dance department. You're the, uh, what, the assistant director of the... Correct, assistant uh, director. ...of the dance department. And you yourself, who entered Gonzaga some years ago wanting to be a dancer, but there was no dance program, have seen a whole growth and evolution happen right in front of your eyes, mm -hmm. haven't you? And I want to correct you just a little bit, Please. Vern. That uh, the dance program did exist, and it was absolutely mm. beautiful. Mm. Um, when I was looking at Gonzaga to be a student, uh, the major for students to study dance as a major didn't quite exist yet. Okay, there you go. Thank um, you. Yeah. But I, but yeah. I was still able to attend Gonzaga, be a, mm -hmm. uh, have dance be a huge part of my experience there, um, and it's so exciting to be back. So when you entered, uh, was Suzanne Astor Smith in charge of it at, the, at that point? Too? Correct. She's been okay. the director for. Uh, we just celebrated her twenty year anniversary. Oh, great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so certain, certainly it was, it was going on. Um, and so watching a department grow and then watching it grow through your own eyes as, as a dancer. You say you entered as uh, you went there because they had a, because they had a dance program. Mm -hmm. Tell me about you before that. You were in the Tri-Cities and were you a, a five-year-old bunhead at a dance school somewhere? I was indeed. I started dancing when I was three, just like many of our um, studio dancers mm -hmm. that consider Gonzaga as an opportunity to keep uh, their passion for dance alive in college. Um, and I continued dancing studio-wise all the way through high school and uh, didn't really know I was going to care that much about dance in college, um, but I did care about being able to, you know, express uh, myself physically through dance and uh, the dance program. I didn't need to study dance. I didn't need to become a professional dancer, but the program was the perfect place for me to be able to continue doing that. And it just so happens I realized dance could have a place in my life for a career. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I'm able to kind of exercise that now, being in sort of an arts administration role at Gonzaga. And so uh, still keeping for a little bit moment of, of the younger years, uh, you, need, you needed to dance, not that you needed to become a dancer, but you, mm. need, you needed to dance. Talk about that need. Talk about that itch you have to scratch and, uh, and, and what it feels like, what it feels like being inside your body and doing that. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I think people that haven't been able to experience dance can understand until they get to move, um, which I could pivot to a dance for Parkinson's mm -hmm. um, piece here that we have at Gonzaga, um, being able to make dance accessible to, to anyone regardless of age or physical mobility. Um, but I actually have experienced a lot of what you're talking about, that need to move um, through COVID. Uh, dance classes have become a lot less accessible, especially at the beginning of COVID back in spring of 2020, uh, finding classes online to be able to move in your living room was such a challenge. Um, and, and if you weren't motivated or took the initiative to make that happen, um, our, our bodies as dancers kind of got stiff. And we realized when we move, oh, that feels really good. Oh, I need to get back into that. Um, I was able to take my first 
real class in a studio this past weekend with a, a workshop that we had. And um, I was definitely sore. Um, but it's one of those reminders that uh, as dancers, we really need that we don't feel like ourselves when we're not able to move and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my one of my favorite things about this job as the assistant director of dance is I get to walk into the studio building every day expecting that I might have an opportunity to dance and being prepared for that. Talk about your body and your mind in dance. In other words, uh, the movement of your body and then the sense of expression. Is the expression a result of the movement or, or do you express something that then you use the movement hmm. to do there's a, that that's yeah. i don't even know the question i just asked but, the way but somewhere I, yeah. in, in the edge of, of your consciousness the there. way i understand your question um, as far as an answer goes is that um, when i dance personally and i think for a lot of dancers um, the mind doesn't play a huge role um, uh, especially consciously mm-hmm. um, our movement especially when we're just uh improvising or or wanting to move and not necessarily following choreography or setting choreography. It's very much what feels good and um, what emotions do I have that want to make something on my body be really sharp or really heavy or soft and light or high and floaty or low and heavy, like I said. Um, I I don't think a lot when I dance. Um, I feel. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, no, thank you. No, that, that, that that's what I, that, that's mm-hmm. what I was interested in, in, in finding out. My guest, uh, Hallie Goodwin, who's the assistant director of the dance department at Gonzaga, and yes, they are sponsoring a concert on Saturday night. We'll get to that, so just yeah. uh, you listener, keep in mind that we'll get to talking about the Saturday night performance in a little bit. But uh, let's take just a moment and talk a little bit more about this other thing that you've been doing uniquely, this um, this dance um, over the last few, few years for Parkinson's mm-hmm. and kind of how that works and how you take somebody maybe who is older, who has never danced, mm-hmm. and how you use how you, the way you define dance to, re- mm-hmm. to, to help them, to reach them. One of the first things, I think, is that um, dance doesn't have to be scary. Dance is just moving your body. You move when you walk. You move when you stand up. Um, it's just moving it a little bit more intentionally. And our Dance for Parkinson's program at Gonzaga has been around for a long time. Um, I want to say it's like 16 years. Mm. And um, it has been supported by the Northwest Parkinson's Foundation. We're lucky to have that partnership. And it is a place for anyone, regardless of age, with Parkinson's and their family members to join us to move intentionally. Um, Our exercises are uh, accessible to any level of mobility, people with walkers, people with wheelchairs, um, people that are feeling extra stiff that morning. Um, Dance for Parkinson's is actually a really good idea to get you moving um, and feeling a little bit less stiff. Um, Our exercises are inspired by lots of different Um, kinds of dance and kinds of art. We have exercises that get inspired by music or poetry. um, And then, you know, a lot more exercises that come from movement that's in ballet or tap dance, um, even musical theater or yoga. Um, It's just whatever's coming to that to that teacher's 
plate that day. Um, and we obviously take requests. Mm-hmm. Um, our class does have a lot of room to grow. Uh, it's been really slow going getting back from the pandemic, but mm-hmm. we're actually holding our classes in person once a week on Saturday mornings. Um, and I would I would love to welcome mm-hmm. um, anyone that's interested in learning more about the class. Don't necessarily have to have Parkinson's to be there. And it's free. Um, so yeah, thank you for letting me share more about that. Sure. So they could just do that through uh, by uh, googling Gonzaga Dance. Probably. They could. They'll they'll find it on our website uh, if they look through Gonzaga Dance. Um, a really easy email address is just dance at gonzaga edu. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, then we get to the academic side of uh, Gonzaga University and a dance department and a dance degree and a dance facility. Mm-hmm. And so talk about that amazing thing that uh, mm-hmm. rose out of brick and mortar a few years ago. Yeah. Any, anyone that's been around Gonzaga Dance a while, a while knows, knows what I know, that it's been really special to watch what the program's, program has been able to develop into because of this beautiful performing arts center made possible by Myrtle Wolfson. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a student back in the early 20 teens, uh, we wouldn't imagine having prof- hosting professional dance mm-hmm. in Spokane. And we've been able to host the Mark Morris Dance Company from New York. That was amazing right before mm-hmm. COVID in February of 2020. And now we're really excited to host Spectrum Dance Theater on this amazing stage that is heads and shoulders above um, the caliber of performance and theater that, that we were using in the past. And for outsiders, uh, what's, what is needed? What is needed in a dance floor? To uh, to to do this, yeah, um, and thankfully we've we've had pretty um, decent dance floors in our in our past with the with the dance program at Gonzaga, um, but the the special flooring that we use is called Marley. It has a very specific um, texture and grip that um, is beneficial and healthy for a dancer. Safe is another word. Um, the other thing that our dance floors um, have is what's called a sprung floor. So it's not like you're at a gymnastics gym and you're just gonna bounce off of it like, off of it like a trampoline, but um, it's a safety measure that a little bit of give is put into the floor so that when a dancer is jumping um, or bouncing or doing you know anything in those tap and ballet kind of movements where they're coming off of the floor a lot, um, it gives just a bit of extra give so that we can avoid some injuries um, in our legs. And so this moves us toward the discussion of the Saturday uh, evening performance, Saturday at 7.30 for Spectrum Dance uh, Theater of, of Seattle to be here. Now, they have already come and, and done other educational things with, you, with your dance yeah, people, Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned they? that. We had two members of the Spectrum Dance Theater company visit us, um, I believe it was the end of September, and they visited a few of our dance classes, um, got to teach our students some different phrases of choreography. Um, we had a West African workshop, and those two dancers also um, were special guests at our season showcase um, event that we had at the beginning of the mm-hmm. semester to, to share with the community and Gonzaga what our plans were for the rest of the year. And Spectrum Dance, um as their name, Spectrum Dance Theater. Um, is there anything in the word spectrum that defines the unique qualities of this company? Mm, I think that's a great way to ask that. Um, I do. 
And it's interesting because Spectrum Dance Theater existed before the current artistic director, Donald Byrd, um, was the artistic director. He's been there um, since the very early 2000s. But when I think of Spectrum's name and what I know of Spectrum, I think about um, the array on the spectrum of um, the different civic and social issues that Donald Byrd chooses to choreograph. Um, anything from, you know, commentaries on these very serious issues like wars and conflicts and race and equity. Um, he really has a message with a lot of this work. But then he also has works like we'll be seeing on Saturday night. Um, this piece is called Occurrence, number 10. Um, and these occurrences are much more playful than serious with this message. So, so I see that kind of spectrum of work that Donald Byrd is choreographing with this company as kind of being a hint at, at what they're doing. And um, so the, the dance program on Saturday night, they, the word was occurrence. Mm -hmm. that, and, and is that the definition of kind of the whole show or of parts of the show? Or Occurrence uh, number 10 is the definition of mm -hmm. the whole show. Um, and these are choreographic pieces, works that Donald has been doing for a few years. I think they started in 2016 um, presenting these occurrences. And each of them are unique and different and special. Um, obviously, we'll have a separate set of music for this piece. And what I've, what I've heard from the artistic director and choreographer, Donald Byrd, is that this is his opportunity to really play with choreography and specific choreo choreography principles and expectations. Um, he'll, pu he'll pull work that he's done in the past to put into this choreography and reimagine it in another way. Maybe it's slower or faster, or maybe something that was not a significant, um, maybe more of a background piece of uh, previous choreography is now the center and the focus of this piece. So um, he, he talks about how he's nerding out on choreography. So this will be a really cool example of choreography principles and, and what's really possible with just playing, literally playing with movement. And as you mentioned, this is kind of the, the first per, uh, big public dance performance you will have had uh, since since before the, since the Mark Morris before the pandemic from yes. a, from a major outside company is it also kind of a first for them are they only just getting themselves back together it's too? not the first for them but yes yeah. this season and getting back into it mm -hmm. is is um, really just beginning they have presented this occurrence number ten already this fall um, but it is a very new work it's brand new it was just presented for the first time a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, it is very new for them. It's very new for us. Um, Gonzaga University's COVID policies have allowed our dancers to perform on stage, but our audiences have been very limited. Mm -hmm. um, in the 2020 to 2021 school year, we had audiences of just students. We weren't allowing mm -hmm. anyone outside of the Gonzaga community to attend. And we are so thankful that our students, and our students were thankful, mm -hmm. that we could still perform. Oh. But I think this this is the first really 
big public performance that we really want the community to come and gather with us and celebrate dance, um, especially after everything that's happened the last year and a half. Um, but yes, this is kind yeah. of the big first hoorah with Gonzaga dance. Um, and all of our performances are going to be open to the public. So. And what are the theater's COVID guidelines? Good question. Um, Gonzaga University's COVID policies right now, we are a masked campus. So if you're planning to come to the show, you can plan on wearing your mask the, um, the entire show. And uh, no proof of vaccination is required at this time. I see. Okay. And then, uh, and so that is this Saturday night, 7.30. Um, and, and I assume if one uses that same web, website for Gonzaga Dance, or, or what's, the, what's the easiest Another, conceptual yeah. way to get tickets? Mm -hmm. The quickest way, easiest way to communicate mm -hmm. this ticket site is gonzaga.edu slash ticket center. Okay, Gonzaga mm -hmm. slash edu, uh, Gonzaga.edu slash Ticket Center. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, now let's just in in the remaining couple minutes, a few minutes, we're going to talk um, talk a little bit about some of the the schools' dance concerts and programs and public appearances that that are planned. You, you've already done some some, haven't you? Yeah, we have. Um, our Student-led dance club hosted this amazing concert um, back in October during Fall Family Weekend called 60 by 60. Uh, I'd love to tell you about it because it's also an annual thing that um, this audience can look forward to in the fall. And this is a really special hour-long concert that is 60 different choreographic pieces with 60 different uh, compositions all created by students. Mm. There are a few guest faculty mm. in there, um, but it's 60 Gonzaga student music compositions and 60 Gonzaga student dance choreography pieces. Um, and they run back to back to back so that that 60, 60 second pieces turns into an hour show. Um, and it's really special. The pace is really fast. Um, getting to really showcase both our student composers of music and also our student dancers and choreographers. It's just a really great collaboration. Um, another show we had I mentioned already was our season showcase to present what our, um, our community would be seeing in dance this year. We have one more show after Spectrum Dance Theater this winter. Um, I say that it'll be the first mm -hmm. weekend of December on a Friday night. And it's another dance club uh, production that we do every year called Snowflake Showcase. Um, it's a more informal concert. It's not in the Myrtle Wilson Performing Arts Center. It's over in Magnuson Theater. Um, and it's our, it's our dance club dancers putting on um, different pieces of choreography that may be a little bit more festive and are coming out of our free student-led dance classes that we have on campus. So that's kind of what we've been seeing this fall. And then in the spring, we're really excited to debut more work from our Gonzaga University Repertory Dance Companies. We have three repertory dance companies this year, and their work will be showcased during Valentine's Day week at an event that we've called Dance as Cura Personalis. It's a week of celebrating how we can care for ourselves through dance. And that's very similar to something we were just talking about. So I'm glad mm -hmm. I got to mention that. Um, so those repertory dance companies will debut their work during that week. And then we'll go on with our regular programming for the season with our student choreography concert in March. 
Oh, actually, I think both of these are in April. Mm-hmm. Correct myself. Um, at the beginning of April, we'll have our student choreography concert. And at the end of April, we'll have our 20th anniversary spring dance concert, which we're definitely going to um, celebrate big. So as people look to gonzaga.edu slash ticket center, they can also look on our website for that full season and um, definitely keep checking back for opportunities to celebrate dance with us. Another good one for the assistant director of Gonzaga Dance. Thank you for all of these, all of these interesting things of, of, and, and all that energy, all that excitement, clearly, mm-hmm. that's, that's happening just over there across the river from mm-hmm. here. Definitely. Okay. Thank you for your time. Thanks a lot. So that concert, it's Saturday night uh, at 7.30 at the Myrtle Woldson Theater, which is that new performing arts center uh, on the Gonzaga campus, uh, conceptually kind of on the southwest corner of the Gonzaga campus, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that big new building that is up there.